All right, one of the most bizarre things that is going on right now is this investigation of the Russian collusion. Now, as you know, for the past, what has it been, about a year and a half now since the Russian collusion investigation, Special Prosecutor Robert Mueller has been assigned, there's been precisely, let me, I'm going to give an estimate, zero evidence of any actual collusion and whatever that means, right? It's this Could you nice, say that number over? I just don't know if I heard it. Yeah, correctly. it's a precise number. I, I just want to make that clear. It's zero. Oh, zero. Right. That number. Yes. Okay, Point good. zero zero to be. I'm, I'm really, I like to be precise. So there's been no evidence whatsoever. And this, of course, you know, putting aside the fact that whatever collusion means, what, what does that mean? There's, no, there's actually no criminal uh, action that's referred to as collusion. Conspiracy, yes, as long as it's a conspiracy to commit a crime. You and I can conspire, for example, to write a book together. That's not a crime. Or have right? dinner at a restaurant later. Right, or you see and I a conspire. Movie. It just sounds nasty, you know, because it's... But, but let's conspire to see a movie. Let's conspire, I don't know. To take a hike, yeah. go mountain biking, play golf, yeah. any of those kind of things. That's, that, that's, that's yeah. right. And so... Um, but colluding, uh, similarly, is even more of a vague term. But that's that's not where I want to go right now. They they proceeded with um, uh, what's his name, the guy that threw him in jail. What's his name? It starts with an M. Uh, Mike, not Matthias. Mike uh, Flynn. No, M Mike Martin, Flynn. Oh, Manafort. Manafort. That's the guy. Yeah. All right. So they proceeded uh, to in, in, indict him, and these are very tangentially related to their investigation, right? I mean, extremely tangential to issues relating to, uh, I think, a Manafort's uh, part not registering himself or something like that as a foreign agent, right? Engaging in lobbying on behalf of the foreign the, government. There you go. Something yeah, like something that. like that. Meaning he didn't fill out a piece of paper. Right. And, and yeah, exactly right. Something so, but you can say that that's tangentially, very tangentially, by the way, related to the whole investigation of something to do with conspiring with Russians. Okay? Again, it's still a stretch, mind you, but you could do that. Now, and I think it's a, it's a total scam of an attempt, and there is no justification, so now they're trying to get into uh, other things because they know they have nothing. So, now, but recently, they, what, they, they decided, they, they didn't even try the tangent way to purchase. They just decided, you know what, I'm a special investigator, I, Robert Mueller, that is, and I, uh, I'm going to go after this, this payment that apparently Trump's lawyer had made uh, on his behalf to pay off a settlement for a, a, a as hush money, basically. But it's part of, pursuant to a settlement. Hush money sounds like a strong phrase. But basically to say, hey, keep this confidential. Right? And go away. And go away. Yeah. We don't need you anymore. But this, this is nonsense. Uh, here's $130,000. And you promise never to bring this up because it's nonsense. Okay? And whether it happened or not, I don't care. Okay, but this was the deal between them. She didn't uh, pr proclaim that he did anything violent to her or forced her to do anything that she didn't want to do. On the contrary, there was a one-night stand, and even if she is to be, to be believed, okay? And this has happened uh, quite a while ago. And nevertheless, uh, here's the payment. So somehow, Mueller has decided that this means that the $130,000 that his lawyer paid was some, somehow a campaign contribution that violated campaign contribution laws. As Are you with me so far? of a person's real life just comes to a screeching halt the second they declare to run for office. Right. 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 You got it. So yeah. 
Uh, now, what's the theory behind this, you, you ask? A good question, because I'm still trying to understand it, too. But here's the, the explanation that they give. Well, they paid the $100,000, $130,000, in order to make sure that she keeps quiet, pursuant to a settlement. And that way, it won't be raised during the, com- the campaign, you see. And that's to help his campaign. Therefore, it's a campaign contribution. Got it? That's their logic. Okay, so that's, that's absurd enough as it is. Okay, that's bad enough. Okay, that they're even investigating the lawyer for doing that. Then they go one step further. Oh, wait, there's more? There's more. <laughs> don't, don't hang up that phone yet. Don't, don't change that channel yet. <laughs> the wait, there's more is that they decided to issue a subpoena on the lawyer's office and the hotel where he had been staying at because apparently there were some renovations he was doing in his home. And, uh, and they totally raided his office, took all sorts of attorney-client privilege communications that presumably include things that are beyond just his relationship with Trump, right? And, uh, and, and they do this without, uh, without any sort of open hearing about this. They just do it. Now, you can get a subpoena issued easily by a judge. That's, that's not a, a big deal. But what is so telling about this is how dramatically, brazenly unconstitutional this is. It's a violation of the Fourth Amendment, and it's a violation of the whole notion of what we consider the attorney-client privilege. All right. So now you may say in response, well, Barack and Ari, you know, the attorney-client privilege does not protect when uh, a client is using a lawyer for purposes of furthering a crime. Okay, so that means, so for example, if, if you're my client, Ari, and, and I'm a lawyer, and, and you say, hey, here's some money and go kill this person, right? We can't hide be, behind the attorney-client privilege because that's the commission of a crime. All right, so, but there's no, there's no crime here. The, the, pay, the payment of $130,000 to both this lawyer, I forget his last name. Cohen. Uh, Cohen, Michael that's right. Cohen. Cohen, yeah. To this lawyer Cohen, uh, uh, by this lawyer Cohen, on behalf of Trump, is, is like m- me paying uh, on behalf of a client uh, of mine for a, um, uh, some copies that I make on his behalf. He'll reimburse me later, or maybe I won't care about it later on. I'm just going to pay it. Maybe right? he gives you so much business that you know yeah, it's, it's, not, it's, not worth it's it. in the backwash. Of, yeah, one hundred thirty thousand dollars is meaningless to Cohen. He's a very wealthy man, and, and even more meaningless <laughs> to Trump. Right? Who's a wealthier man? Right. <laughs> right. This is not asking him to you know step aside from everything he's doing and pay this huge, I don't know, hundred million dollar check, which even that would not be so much for Trump to do. But let's say $100 million. It ain't $100 million. It's $130,000, which literally, to you and me, is like $20 for him. And also, isn't an NDA with uh, some money to encourage it a perfectly legal contract for two parties to enter into? Oh, yeah. Willingly? Yeah. uh, There's no issue, but there was no duress here. 
The only this argument, wasn't, I'll, I'll break your leg if you don't take this kind Exactly, of thing, right. Right. Yeah, please, I demand that you take $130,000. No, that was a negotiated figure. You can tell because it's kind of an odd number. It's not 100000 100, It's not 200000 It's not a million. It's 130000 Right. One person started here, the other started there, and they somehow arrived at that. Yes, clearly. Yeah. So it was negotiated. I yeah. get that. And I, look, most settlement agreements, I, well, I would say most, a, a good chunk of settlement agreements include what we call a confidentiality clause. And not only that, but a non-disparagement clause. In addition to saying that we settled it, you can say that you settled it and you're done and nothing more. Uh, You can't tell the terms about it. You can't even say that you're happy about it. Um, You can simply say the parties settled it to um, in a way that was commensurate with resolving dispute. Like United Uh, Airlines and the uh, the guy they beat up. Remember that doctor who got... His face back. It's a disputed a disputed issue, and we're doing this in order to re- resolve the hassle and the time involved in having protracted what we call protracted litigation. That's the phrase, okay? And and that's the reason why anybody sells settles at the end of the day, okay? That's healthy. We want to encourage people to do that. Why? Because we want to encourage settlement altogether, okay? That's that's a good thing. Settlements are good, and that's why we enforce confidentiality provisions. Not only that, but uh, Trump's lawyer did a smart thing in the settlement agreement. He said to the extent that she violates that confidentiality provision and starts blabbing about it one way or the other, she will be responsible for X hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, for each uh, blabbing of it, okay, each time. Like 260 Minutes, Anderson Cooper. Right. So she she actually technically owes him a lot of money. Yes. Now, she's, you know, their only argument is, well, he, Trump, didn't sign the agreement, which means zero, okay? Because, and I could tell you this, because uh, it's always about the party to be charged. Right. The person who accepted the money. Yeah. She signed it. Well, isn't there another thing, which is Mr. Sauer and the statute of frauds, not to show off my thing here, which is this is not one of the types of contracts that must be in writing. Right. Right. Well, that's, in the first place, that's true. there's enough to show that a contract exists based right. on the actions and intentions of the parties. Yeah. P.S. By the way, even in real estate deals, this would still pass muster under the, the statute of frauds. Believe it or not, it would, because you also have consistent behavior. So, if, if I mean, let's say we have an oral contract, uh, but for statute of frauds purposes, uh, we have a contract where I'm going to pay you twenty thousand dollars for the next twelve months in exchange for this beautiful car, okay, uh, or for this real estate for that matter. And then uh, I, I, I present to you a $20,000 $20, check, you deposit it, and the, the memo line says one out of 18 months, whatever, yeah. right? That is enough evidence of a writing for even for the statute of frauds in real estate. But you're right, this, this doesn't even fall under the real right. estate deal. But she, has, she signed to say, hey, I will follow this behavior. His equivalent of signature is providing her the money. Right. She, he's he's living through with the contract. Right now, why why was it this this way? Why did he not bother signing it? Why did uh, uh, Cohen uh, pay that the money? I'll tell you why because I know it. You know what? What did you say? I think you said it very well, or somebody said it. Never ascribe to a mass conspiracy what can easily be explained by laziness. Okay, it's laziness. Okay, this was too small a matter to worry about for even Trump. Okay, like I said, 130000 for him is $20 for you and me. Okay, I, I, they, they don't even think about it. And so, and, and 
Cohen probably got him to, hey, you know, Mr. Trump, you got to pay this check. You got to pay this check. And he says, yeah, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. And, he, and, and Cohen wanted to get this case done. So he just paid it, figuring that Trump will pay him later. He could That's just bill it. him for it. Just bill him. Yeah. That's it. No big whoop. That's what happened. And that also explains why Trump didn't bother signing it. It's consistent, right? So putting that aside, I, I, I want to get back to the gross unconstitutionality that's going on here. Oh, you mean the big issue? Yes. The big issue. Please. This is, this is a very bizarre thing that's going on. Alan Dershowitz himself came out right away, and, and he's no screaming conservative by any stretch, right? He's a diehard liberal, but a sensible liberal. I wish he were conservative. He's now beginning to understand the wisdom of conservatism, especially when it comes to Israel and, and many other issues. But by golly, I mean, he, he really seems to get it. This is unconstitutional. This is a total threat to the attorney-client privilege. Um, every attorney out there is now thinking to themselves, gosh, you know, I better... Better think twice about what I keep in my office. Better, I better burn all the records. I better think twice about what I say to my clients. Yeah, you know, if somebody can just jump in uh, like this, w- w- you have to establish that there is a probability that this lawyer, who is now being uh, raided, his offices are now being raided, uh, has committed a crime, and and that would be the pretext that would justify it. But you can't do that on a supposition such as this one, which is to say. Well, we think that this was a campaign contribution because the idea was to stop him, stop her from embarrassing him, and it might alter the the uh, the outcome of the election. Yeah. That was their theory. Do you, do you know that? That's yeah. the reason but, why but, they're arguing. But this. everything in this case, and I compare it completely to the Al Gore uh, allegation that George Bush stole the 2000 election, because it's the same thing, and then it's repeated in the media over and again that. There might have been sort of con- kind of maybe a crime that we have to look into, but we'll repeat it in the media a million times until everyone believes it and speaks in this cockamamie language, right? Russia, 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 collusion, 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 Russia, collusion, collusion, <laughs> Russia. Russia. It never happened in any way. And then you have Z- a different subject, but Zuckerberg's testifying in front of Congress the other day, and he's saying, well, we're making changes to se- Facebook because of the Russian collusion. So now a major corporation in America is changing its very behavior because of something that didn't happen, saying that it did. Global warming, same thing. Yeah. I mean, this is a standard thing about the left. I call it uh, living through fantasy. Right. You know, people who take drugs do this, right? It's just scarier when people who don't take drugs do this. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. All right. So, speaking about Mark Zuckerberg. So, the this, this runs us into the much larger picture. You know, it's bad enough what we saw with the rating of, the, of an attorney's office uh, in order to get uh, evidence of a, cr- a so-called crime. Yeah, like is there okay. any solution to that? No, 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 I, a bigger picture, bigger okay. picture. Um, the solution is not the issue right now. I, this is something much bigger. L- listening to Mark Zuckerberg, listening to YouTube and Google, for that matter, you are seeing and hearing people that are such true believers that they will absorb anything that comes their way. That they that so that they they believe that shutting down conservative voices is okay. It it doesn't even enter their mind, Ari, that uh, to to shut down a conservative website or tweet or Facebook posting or whatever that that somehow is wrong. That somehow that they are violating the very the notion of free speech and the free dissemination of ideas. They think that they are doing God's work, if they believe in God at all. 
they, they think that. And you saw that with Mark Zuckerberg uh, in his recent testimony before Congress. Um, this, the, 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 the way he even looked at the cameras, now we're talking about a billionaire many times over, of course, but nevertheless, he still had this, like, why is this happening situation? And, and yes, he said, I, I, we could have done things better and we're doing things to remedy this. Whatever that means is, is another story. But his deer in the headlights look about him was really quite shocking. It was telling, I think, that he just feels like, well, we got to do this. And I'm not speaking, by the way, of the, the data mining that, that was going on. That's bad, of course, uh, especially when you don't tell your users that they, he, they may be exploiting your information in a way that you have no idea. It was the censoring that Ted Cruz brought up. God bless Ted Cruz, right? He brought this up and he said, uh, you know, are you a public forum? Once again, he's saying the same phrase that he said to YouTube. And he wanted to know in what way are they restricting free voices, conservative voices. And it's clear that these people have decided that, well, because we're dealing with hate speech, because anything conservative is hate speech. Well, that therefore, it's, it's good stuff. Free speech, you understand, in their eyes, is only speech that does not offend them. By definition, anything that's offensive is hate speech. Do you get that? Somebody has not taught them basic history. The famous line from uh, oh, the woman, I forget what her name was, I may, I may not agree with what you have to say, but I will defend to the death your right to say it. Right? These are phrases. If you said that phrase, do you understand this phrase? Do you believe that? Uh, most college students, and I think people under 35, would scratch their heads and say, I've never heard that phrase before. Um, and they certainly don't agree with it. Well, what is what is free? What are the limits of free speech to you? You would ask such a college student, and they would say, "You can say whatever you want, so long as you don't offend anybody." They will. That's what they'll say. Yeah, or that, in, that's their magic balancing yeah, act. And, and in Zuckerberg's specific answer, or creates any feelings that are unsafe to our community. Well, that's a lot of speech that's going to make people feel unsafe. Yes, uh, offensive or unsafe. Yeah, anything that. So, so somebody's deciding this, of course, at the end of the day. Now, Zuckerberg can correctly say, in response, "Hey, look, we're a private organization." Uh, yes, we have duty to shareholders. We're publicly traded, but we are a private organization, and we get to do uh, what we damn well please. You know, uh, we feel it's in the best interests of Facebook, and for that matter, our shareholders, to um, to have to, this kind of community. Yeah, this kind of community. Yeah. I, you know, we we think it's more profitable for us. Yeah, and you and, know, what? And we're meeting our obligations uh, to yeah. our shareholders. And I would have been just fine if he showed that kind of backbone, right? Because. Okay, now it's like what Breitbart always said about the media. Just be honest that you have a bias. Right. Don't don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining and say, well, we're right down the middle when you're not. Yeah. If you have a bias, ABC, NBC, New York Times, admit it. If you have this situation, Facebook, and it's your right to, just tell us. Right. Right? So, but he's a coward who won't. He is a coward. So, the, the, so at least the whole issue of... of, of um, uh, the public forum, right? And Facebook is a public forum, whether Mark Zuckerberg wants to admit to it or not. And likewise, YouTube is a, and Google are public forums in their own way. We are having a major issue with this, uh, with PragerU versus YouTube right now. We, they, they've been restricting us. I, I say us because I'm on the board with PragerU and I'm very proud to be so. Um, but these are big issues. And we think that 
and, and YouTube has admitted, by the way, in Congress, that it is a public forum. And that it was going to be what we call a party admission. And having a party admission means that you lose the case. Now, interestingly, the judge in this case has said, well, she didn't really, it was a she. She didn't really mean it that way. She meant it more, I don't know, colloquially or something like, well, how do you know that judge? Isn't that a matter for a trier of fact to decide whether this is a party admission? Yeah. So from a standpoint of just looking at this statement, that should be enough for you to not grant their, meaning YouTube's, motion to dismiss. This is a legal argument. There's a, a, it's an issue of law versus an issue of fact. Um, and people often you know, don't understand the, the difference between the two. But there it is. So public forum. Um, and, and this, we're getting, we're getting lost in all this. It's, it's great. The internet is wonderful. Uh, but there's a sense that we're forgetting all the notion of why we have free speech in the first place. That's why it was so easy for Obama, for example, to give up control of the internet without even thinking about the consequences that might come into play by releasing control of the internet. And giving it to China, Saudi Arabia, yeah. Iran. It's, it was weird. Yeah. It was weird. I think he knew what he, what he was doing of in course. a sense. But, um, but from, the, from the liberals who support Obama, who kind of saw this happening, they thought no big deal because, you know what, free speech is not really important to them so long as, you know, the right voices are being censored. And I mean that in, in both ways, conservative voices and uh, they are, that, what, that they are censoring in the right way. Uh, and I put that in air quotes. Yeah, and down to things like how in California there's now trying to criminalize corporations who don't agree with global warming or trying to criminalize um, uh, businesses that have an employee who refers to a customer by the wrong pronoun. Right. By, or, or, by, or, by, by intention or by accident. You know? or, or by terrifying somebody who didn't vote for Proposition 8. Uh, who do, who, yeah, who, yeah who, who did vote for Proposition 8. Um, or, 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 for example, not allowing therapists to um, give gay counseling, counseling to gays who may not want, who don't like their, um, their sexual orientation or they're concerned about it and they want to kind of come into the heterosexual world and stay there. That they can't, uh, they're not allowed to do. But, of course, if you decide that you're a woman for some reason when you're a man, uh, that's totally fine. <laughs> you yeah. can have your, your and then, surgery. That's another story. Yeah. And then, of course, there's instance here in California where you have compelled speech. You must buy health insurance, Obamacare. Yes. Or if you are a pregnancy crisis center that counsels women who are pregnant who don't want to be uh, pregnant, but you don't offer them information on how to get a government-paid-for abortion, you are compelled to. You have to tell them, right. by the way... You are able to get an abortion over here, right? Right. even though your business exists right. to be an alternative to abortion. So, but all such things are okay in yes. in the world of the left, yes, because it's for a good cause. And I put that again in air quotes. So, free speech uh, diminution—they don't even realize they're doing it. It's it's the, that's the sad part of it, is that you know to to see themselves throwing rocks and shouting down speakers and to demand the suppression of speech from speakers and they don't even realize that they're doing this it's it's just i would feel so embarrassed for them if they actually realized what free speech was right yes it's it's so maddening because on the one hand you hear zuckerberg with all this sanctimonious crap telling us this place has to not offend anyone ever anyway 
know how, right. right? You right. can't feel bad. You can't feel this. You can't feel that. Any The only way you can feel on our platform is with roses and rainbows and happy smiles and emojis, right? right? But you go to Berkeley and for for one incident in which a conservative might speak, Antifa shows up, beats up the people who want to hear the conservative speak, burns down the campus, destroys things. You know, Trump speaks in San Jose, and Antifa is chasing the conservatives down the street who are trying to flee the violence and beat them up. Right. Talk about not a safe space. Right, and they don't report that at all, of course. Yeah. But but the the uh, the thing about what you just said is that they know, Facebook knows, that conservatives are not sensitive, right? I mean, in, I mean that in a good way, that they, uh, that they have tough they enough skin. It. They can handle yeah. it. So, you know, uh, but, the, but the liberals, their fellow liberals, are such, you know, shrinking violets, they're, they're such snowflakes, that uh, you better, like you said, just give them flowers and nice things and, and say everyone is good with everything and, and whatever they do behind closed doors is okay with me and everything is about love and, every, and tolerate everything except for conservative voices, of course. So that that's why this this happens, right? That's it's the inevitability uh, of, of you know what is it? Gravity, water flows downwards. It's always that way. So you know if you're gonna if you know you're gonna piss off one group of people and you're not gonna piss off another group of people, well then do whatever you can not to piss off that one group of people. They're called liberals because they get offended by everything. Right. They're, they're never they're never content by definition. Yeah, you know it's a little bit like what we see on TV when it comes to male and females, right? There's not a single TV show out there, at least good for today, where the man is the really smart and level-headed one, and the woman is crazy and stupid, right? You don't see that. <laughs> by, by the reason why is because the feminists will just go crazy about it. And they will say, oh, this is such a terrible demonizing of women and you're stereotyping. It would, never mind that it would only be about that particular woman on the show, right? <laughs> they, they can't afford that. So at, at most what they have is a woman who, who are a little too, um, uh, not frenetic, but uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They're too obsessed about you know, order and structure and things like that. Um, like Marge Simpson, right? But she's brilliant all the same, right? And Homer, of course, is the, he's the dumb one. But if you reverse those roles altogether, all hell would would be, uh, would have to be paid. So, uh, but but Homer, you know, you and I don't get offended by that. No, we don't we, get offended by, not... by by hold on by by um, uh, the Griffith guy and, and Family Guy or uh, how they treat uh, the men on Modern Family, right? Yeah, or Eric Cartman on South Park. Yeah, exactly. All those guys, you know, yeah. they're made to look like such bumbling fools. And like, we can live with it. Okay, fine. Yeah, we're does, not, we're that's not, not a reflection on me as a, as, a, as a man or as a human being, for that matter. Yeah, we have not formed a consortium of white heterosexual men to defend against the horrible stereotyping on these comedies. But here's the funny thing, and here, here's how it comes back to us. Women have come to believe it. You, you say it often enough, right? You have enough shows doing this. And then they begin to believe that, yeah, we are smarter. You know, I'll let those women handle it. Ha ha. You know, we joke around about it all the time. We say, oh, how can, you know, Joe, how can, you know, you're so lucky to get Jane. She's, uh, you know, what, what did you do to deserve this? How did you fool her to get this? Right? We, we joke about, about um, among ourselves. Right? But you would never say to Jane, you know, hey, you piece of crap, you know. Uh, <laughs> How did you how did you snag that handsome guy, right? I mean, it just doesn't work that way, <laughs> right? Yes. I mean, it's, it's, when you think yes. about it, just the reversing it doesn't make any sense. So, um, I I I love these distinctions, but 
But at some point, I think women have come to believe it, that they are smarter, that they are more capable. And not only that, but you see it in, in these action movies, right, where women are fighting men with the same force and, and strength that any man has. And, and people are watching it like, yep, yeah, here and, you re- go. and receiving punches to the guts and the face right. with the same resilience right. the, the, the uh, you know, square iron-jawed hockey player type man is. Right. You know? and, and never mind <laughs> the fact that the man is like, I don't know, 15 times her size. Somehow he gets thrown back the same. I mean, the physics just doesn't allow it the right. way that... Okay, so put that aside. They begin to believe their own BS, right? This is their own narrative, as it were. That uh, that women are indeed smarter. I mean, it's it's like the famous line from The Simpsons. You know, women are, uh, you know, Principal Skinner is trying to kind of square everything and make it logical, and he says, "Well, women are all I all I know is that <laughs> what, uh, men and women, no one's the no one's the best at anything, and and everyone is better than everyone else, <laughs> something like that, right? And that's the way it is with women, right? Women are exactly the same as men, except when they're where they're better than men. That's that's the mantra, right? There's no way a man could be quote unquote better than than a woman. Never mind the obvious physical differences, where most men, on average, are far stronger than women. That you know, yeah, the same age runner, or whatever. Better baseball player, better football player, better yeah, basketball player. It's why we have <laughs> yeah. different teams for men and women. Duh, right? I mean, it's it's for now. For now. <laughs> for now. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Good point. But I mean, it's just it's so basic, and uh, but they still believe it now. So how do I bring this all into this? So the same thing is happening now with the liberals versus conservatives. They've come to believe, because so much of conservatism has been censored, has been uh, demonized as stupid or evil, or or eliminated through media bias of omission, right? You know, just not stated, right? And and they believe their own BS, such as for the classic BS being global warming. And, but even more significantly, believe it or not, the driver ID for voting purposes, that if you require that, then you're a racist. You're doing it for racist purposes, you see. And they believe this, you know, because they, they've already denounced and trounced all conservative voices on this. They don't hear about it, certainly not on CNN or MSNBC. Uh, if they even talk about it, they, they, they present it in a mocking way so that you know, they, they actually believe this this garbage. Yeah, and, also, and and then they begin to believe right that and here here comes the whammo. They begin to believe that any effort to silence conservative voices must be okay, hook or by crook, as the case may be. And that's where things get really scary. And that's what you're seeing with this so-called Russian collusion investigation. That's what you're seeing with this invasion of Trump's lawyer's office. Yeah, or, rating it. or the data mining by the likes of Facebook, tw- right. uh, Twitter, etc. You know, YouTube, Google. You know, all the mining of yep. you and I. That's where you see it with the NSA listening into all of our phone conversations, collecting all of our emails, all of our test messages, uh, the, the cameras on all of our streets. All of us are are absolutely being surveilled by everyone in society in a in a surveillance super state. No one could ever imagine. And then the little piece of paper standing between us and tyranny, the Constitution, is trampled on by the likes of Mueller, where if there's no credible response by someone in power to squash this immediately, well, will that not set some sort of precedent that this is okay? Yeah, good point. That's a great point. It's weird because it will set the precedent. And um, I mean, especially if we don't do anything about it. 
and we conservatives don't do anything about it. It's a strange time. There has been, there have been many calls for separation, for independence of uh, California, for example. And when Obama became president or reelected for presidency, uh, there was there was a couple of nuts who, in Texas who called for you know seceding from the union and such. But you know what? Maybe there's maybe it's not so crazy to talk about what we need to do. If you guys, you the liberals, so hate uh, this country, and because they do, I mean, really, oh, it's clear, it's clear. We're no longer at the point where it's reasonable to talk about. Oh, it's just a different of opinion. Right, right. This is right. If you so hate this country and this, it's quirky system of checks and balances and law and, and, <laughs> and the electoral college, right? All the things yeah. that you hate so Free much. Free speech, right yeah. to bear arms. Right to yeah. bear arms, good. Uh, and because and it's, it's such a quirky, distant past that, that believed in this, this nonsense. We're, we're a different place. We, we should be China for a day. Okay, so, and, and I'm referencing to uh, Tom Friedman, his ridiculous article. Uh, why not be China for a year? Why not be China for a decade, for that matter, or for the, for the rest of eternity, for, if you like it so much? But if you, if you believe in this, and you think that we need a strong hand like they have in Europe, where they really get things done, right? Like in the old, good old fascist days, because the progressives used to love that, and they can't get away from that, then, then just make your own country. Seriously, I'm just, if it's so bad here, then make your own country with your, you can go, you can go to town on your minimum wage, you can go to town on your diversity uh, you know, ambitions, with your tolerance, acceptance of everything, and where, where you can provide for uh, transgender sex uh, operations at the government's uh, teat anytime you want. Yeah, unfettered uh, Muslim migration from the Middle East. Have yes. that. Yeah, yeah. Or from Mexico or anywhere. Of, uh, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Yes. You know, somewhere there. And maybe Baja, Cal- you know, I want farther. Chiapas, Mexico. And make yourself petition those governments, get some land, and make those your states. Right. Now, the lefty will turn to us and say, come on, that sounds like, hey, you know, if you don't like this country, get out of here, you know, get out sort of, sort of attitude. And, you know, well, we, we have the right to sentence the highest form of patriotism, and we have the right to, to complain. Yeah, but you don't want us to complain. That's the point, my friend. You don't like this country. You don't like our dissent. Right. When our dissent tried to dissent in the Tea Party, you sick the IRS on us. Right. You sick the Justice Department on Catherine Al- um, uh, Alderbrecht or whatever her name is yeah. uh, for the True the Vote, you know, out of Tennessee. Oh, you, sick, you sick the government on us. You spy on our conversations. You use the NSA and Facebook and all the surveillance for everything other than the Sarnay of Brothers. Right. Those guys and the shooter out of Florida, you just miss, right? <laughs> so, but but us, <laughs> right, you know, right. the law-abiding citizen yeah. who types something uh, me about uh, Muslims killing homosexuals on Facebook, I've been uh, sent to the Facebook gulag three times for one month a time because yeah. I dared to write homosexuals and Muslims in the same sentence. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe the trick is to misspell either of those words. I've right? now do that. Yeah, that's, that's the best way. I to also get. set up an experiment. This afternoon, I said on Facebook, I'm going to do an experiment to see if I'm censored for hate speech. Here goes. I hate Brussels sprouts. Right. <laughs> Good point. All right. Let's let's move on to uh, to the, this general theme of yeah. how. But, but you made one point. I just want to address. You know the the America lover leave it thing that they say. Yeah. Or you say, yeah, we are saying that. Right. We are. Well, no, no, but, but I, I am. My, my point is that they're saying it. Right. That's the to difference. Us. They are saying it. 
They've told us we want to leave America if Trump wins. Okay, then go. Go. Right. You're free I mean, to leave. Exactly. You are free yeah. to leave. Hold on. They don't want to be free to leave. So I, I, it's, it's really weird. We're inviting them to simply go along with the very direction. It's kind of like in, in Kung Fu or Karate where you just let the person yeah. go along with their own momentum yeah. right into the wall if they want to. So go ahead. Just, just you know, if you despise this country so much and every aspect of it, including the Electoral College, including the Second Amendment, which is so fundamental, and, and including the First Amendment, which is so fundamental, both in the free speech aspect of it and the freedom of, of the exercise of religion aspect of it, and now apparently a, 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 the freedom from unreasonable search and seizure, all those three core amendments of ours, you these are the core essences of Essences? Is that a word? Yeah, the, the essence yeah, the, of the, the essence everything. of America. This yeah. is why we are here. This is who we are as America. So yeah, if you don't like those three particular um, uh, amendments, you think that they're antiquated, or they, 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 that it's okay to just chuck them out, well then go because yeah. we we really don't want you. We we're fine with you here yelling and screaming all you want. Okay, but you've got to let us yell and scream too. Okay, that's the that's the, the, the and you don't like guns. We get that. Don't have one. You're so you're so uh, charmed about your bumper stickers saying "Don't like an abortion, don't have one." Okay, great. Yeah, but you don't like guns, don't have them. Yeah, and, and I, I want my gun. I want my gun. Thank you very much. Right. And uh, I need to protect my house. And the fact that some mental nuts out there uh, miss you know abuse these guns. Okay, that's terrible. But but getting rid of the guns won't do the job. Uh, and likewise with the knives situation in London, it's yeah. so funny now. And people, of course, use their cars and they use their 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 uh, SUVs to to cause such mayhem to other people. They use gas, um, and, and so the response to that, well, that's not the, the essential purpose of those substances or those vehicles. Who cares? Tell that to the person who's being mowed down by a car. Well, it's okay because you know you're being mowed down by something that's not the essential purpose is to mow them down. That's ridiculous. Well, how about a gun? The, the essential purpose of it is not not to kill. How about it, it's to protect from being killed? How's that for an idea? Ever thought about that, my lefty friend? Anyway, that's, I'm getting a little bit of a well, feel from that. Well, when you said nut, I thought you were actually talking about the Parkland police and sheriffs of Broward County and the people working at that school and the FBI, because those were the real nuts. Well, yeah, they were, okay? they're nuts in their yeah. own way, of course. But I, I'm, I'm talking about how you don't like it. You don't like these these core things. It's di- you know they, they make it seem as if somehow, you know, it's the same sort of thing. America, love it or leave it, right? As it is, as if somehow, if we uh, are as if a, a liberal or a conservative, for that matter, thinks that it's not right that uh, blacks should be in the same schools as whites. That therefore, you know, that's 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 an upset of the status quo, at least back in the 50s, right? Therefore, America, love it or leave it. That's not the, that's not what we're talking about. You'd like you'd like to think that, but it ain't. This time, it's different. That wasn't a core uh, value of America, segregating schools. Yeah, that think? was against the core value exactly of America. Exactly right. It was against everything that we believed in the Constitution. So. And that's why conservatives were against the, segreg- the segregation. That's why it was Eisenhower forced the federal troops to, because it was such a core value of American of our American Constitution. And we Republicans don't get credit, of course. They take that credit, but that's another story. But the First Amendment, my friends, the Second Amendment, and remember, there are two things in the, in the First Amendment, freedom of religion and freedom of speech. And then the taking of the right to bear arms, 
That is fundamental, my friends. These are what we call material, right? We, even in a deposition, there, you know, perjury is defined as not a lie of any kind. It's defined as a misrepresentation of a material fact, not something that is insignificant, like was it raining that day and it was only drizzling that day or it was you know, cloudy that day. That's, that's, that's wrong factually and it didn't matter in that particular case, let's say. Okay? But when you say that I was never there when you were there and that was the core issue of the case, then that's, that's perjury, right? Well, the same thing here applies. When you say uh, that you don't like the First Amendment because that's what you're really doing, my lefty friends. And you don't like the Second Amendment. And you don't care to protect the Fourth Amendment, which we also treasure. We've got a problem. And maybe you have a problem with America altogether. Maybe you ought to think about leaving this country. Honestly. It's not America, love it or leave it. But it's, it's America, understand what America is. And if you don't understand America and what it is, then don't come here. And if, and if you are here already and you hate it as it is, get the hell out. Emily Blunt, that, that, that English actress, right? She came here. She became an American citizen. And uh, when she's upset about something, she says, I, I should return my passport and go back to England. Okay, go. Who's stopping you? you do, your, do your great thing. But no, for some reason, she stays here because she makes a lot of money here. I think she's very pretty. And, and That's another goal, story altogether. And her goal, like everyone else on the left, isn't to live to their own individual desires. It's to make... Us live to her individual desires. Yes, that's what which is a very un-American thing. Right, right. They think that America means exactly what we've been talking about, which is that you can say whatever you want so long as it doesn't offend anybody, and more importantly, so long as it doesn't offend me, the lefty. Okay, that's what they—that's what they truly believe. Yeah, and and it's clear now because uh, the more you interview, it's worth interviewing young people, people who are especially under forty years old. Just ask them, what does free speech mean to you? Can you define it? And, and are there any limitations? What are the limitations? That's the key question to ask. And they will say, most of them, not all, of course not all of them, but among the liberals, almost all of them will say the same thing. You can't say something that might be offensive. And that's, that's exactly the opposite of what free speech is. Free speech means that you can say precisely those things that are truly offensive. Yeah. Something that's, like that's, what I believe in. Diversity is not our strength. Diversity is our doom. Right. You know, exactly. things like that. Yeah. You, Take you, that. You can say that. And, also and, and you can say that you're yeah. frustrated with the Muslim immigration. You can say that you don't believe in gay marriage. You can say that you don't, you think that transgenderism is a crock. Yeah. Abortion is murder. Yeah. Guns are good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, th- those things are yeah. okay to say. But, but each of those things are offensive to people. And they want to shut you down. And they believe that they are doing God's work by doing so. All right. Anyway, this is this is what you know. All of this came because of what happened with Mueller's investigation of Trump's lawyer. It's a reflection of this. I can do that sort of attitude. I'm. This is okay to abuse the Constitution because you know what? Not enough people care about the Constitution. That's what's going on, and that, my friends, is what terrifies me. I'm Brock Lurie. Thanks for listening. We'll talk with you next week.